Welcome to another amazing episode at Lucia Gabriela the place to be where we come here to learn and explore everything we can about love, sensuality, sexuality, intimacy, relationship, and living in a purpose and passion. Today, I have an amazing, incredible, incredible woman in our show. Her name is Amrita Grace. So before I introduce you to her, I'm so honored, is I'm going to read you her bio. So Amrita Grace is a certified spiritual sexual educator and ordained higher priestess and the author of the award-winning book, Reclaiming Aphrodite, The Journey to Sexual Wholeness. She originally co-founded Sacred Feminine Mystery School with Callie Muir. And they will be taking a group of women to Costa Rica in November for a sacred sexual healing and awakening retreat. Amrita took a major detour through breast cancer in 2013. And as soon as she was diagnosed, she identified her experience at a mystery school and walked through it with eyes and heart wide open. She made a crazy, fast, phenomenal, and joyful recovery and believed that cancer is not an enemy, but an ally and a teacher. Amrita has combined her decade of sexual healing experience with her priestess path and her unique breast cancer journey into a new product online program, Dancing with Breast Cancer, Sacred Feminine Path to Wholeness. Yes, she's here in the house. Such an honor and a pleasure of all realms, my divine sister and priestess, and so honored to have you here. Thank you for saying yes to this invitation. Um, your story um, was, you know, it's beautiful because it resonates with a lot of what's going on with women out there. And it's beautiful to share the methods that you have to share and um, Today for our viewers, the topic is about sexual energy as a potent healing elixir. So it is how can we really use this energy to be in this, in this beautiful, juicy body and healing it and all that stuff. So Amrita is going to go deeper into that and she's going to be answering some of your questions. So if you have questions, just put it on, uh, type it in, uh, in uh, the video. And uh, I will be able and glad to share this question when I read this so she can answer for you. So here you go, here you are, come in. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. So happy to be here. Thank you, thank you. So let's start sharing with our viewers about the sexual energy, the potent uh, healing elixir, what, what, what it is. Like, well, you know, by the time I was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2013, I already had 10 years of experience as a sacred sexual healing educator and practitioner. So when I was diagnosed, I had all these incredible tools and I knew how to use them and I use them. So I, um, I, I really did make a very fast recovery. I went from diagnosis to cancer, three in, if cancer free in less than three months, which is really amazing. And I just, I used every possible resource 
at my disposal. I used allopathic medicine, I used alternative medicine, I used diet, um, and I used my life force energy or my sexual energy to really invigorate and enliven the healing process and it worked beautifully. I did not, I said no to chemo and radiation and now almost four years later I am probably more healthy and vibrant than I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> so for for all of yours, it's like you had no chemo and no radiation at a level three? <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. And uh, man, you, you're a rock star. Um, Thank you. So I, I, I resonate with your story because, you know, back 20 years ago, I had the same experience, no chemo, no radiation, get back into the body, get into that, the healing energy of, of just tapping into you, you know, wisdom and emotional mastery for me was, was number one, like learning to, to, to really appreciate the fact that we are created of our life and that we create with our mind and we create with our emotions. So it was, for me, it was, that was my journey. As, that's another story to tell, but for everyone who doesn't know about what is sexual energy, what it is, like, you know, some of the, some people in the audience are new to this whole concept, they don't, they don't, cannot see sex outside of physical humping sex. Right. <laughs> yes, so this is very common. Energy? Yeah, this is very, very common, actually, because we're not taught growing up that we're not taught about our life force energy. So our sexual energy is actually our life force energy. It's what creates new life and it what's, it's what creates the life we live in these bodies. Without that sexual energy or life force energy, which are interchangeable terms, we would not continue to live. We would, we would not continue to occupy these bodies. So because so many people are taught that sexual energy is this compartmentalized thing that is only for sexual connection, the physical act of sexual connection, what happens is, especially when people are single, they tend to cut themselves off from that sexual energy because they just don't want to be bothered or they don't want to feel frustrated. I even had this experience myself at one time. And yet, when I had that experience, I had the tools to learn to recirculate that energy through my body and keep that aliveness. So it's just this incredibly um, powerful, potent um, aspect of ourselves that we have access to. It's, uh, it, and as a healing elixir, it's, it, there's nothing better. There's really nothing better. So part of my work is, is, is showing people what's possible, partially just through my own life and how I show up. When we, when we use our sex, sexual energy as our life force energy and keep it moving and running and have access to it at all times, whether we're in a sexual relationship or not. I um, am fascinated while you were talking. I'm fascinated to um, to have somebody in front of me who had been using and utilized all the tools of sexual healing to revive and heal the body from within. And it is something that you don't see it too often. So really, very honored to have you present because it's like. 
witnessing somebody who had gone through that journey. And what aspect of of the healing, you know, it was more emotional than just caring because I understand the whole, you know, the whole dynamic of using your body and your sexual energy. But I also, I'm wondering like how the, the process also was about mastering your emotions and really diving into the shadow of, of, of ourself. Like, and I know I'm going a little deeper in the competition here that some viewers don't understand what the shadow is and, uh, and how the impact of emotional mastery has in the work itself of the sexual healing. So if you can just talk a little bit about that, because I feel like it's important. We're talking about sexual healing and using sexual energy as the elixir of you know, life force energy, um, but important component as um, you know the, the whole emotional mastery, the mindset, and uh, working with our shadow. I believe it has like a big uh, influence in it. If you want to share a little bit about that, talk about it. Sure, absolutely. So the, the way that I particularly worked with my emotional energy, and this is what one of the really big pieces for people that are on a healing path of any kind, whether it's physical or emotional or sexual, when, when, we're, feeling, um, when we're feeling a negative emotion, there's a tendency to, to clamp down around it, to contract around it. And it's very counterintuitive, but what I invite you to do is to expand into it, to breathe into it, and to let it get bigger. Okay, that doesn't sound like any fun, I know, but it works. So. So especially in my work with women with breast cancer in my, my online course, the first thing I teach them to do is to breathe and to deepen their breath because they're feeling scared, they're feeling confused, they're feeling overwhelmed. And instead of trying to clamp that down and push it down, that's what creates shadow. Instead, I invite them to open up into it and ride it like a wave. And this, this idea of the wave, it's, so, it's such a potent metaphor in emotional mastery because emotions, when you get into a negative emotional space, oftentimes you feel like it's never going to end, but it always does. So it's like riding a wave. A wave always rises, crashes, and recedes. So if you're willing to ride that emotional wave of whatever you're feeling, just go with it it eventually will run its course. It will crash and it will recede and then you'll feel relief. And so you've actually processed that one little piece right then all the way through your system. And this is so important in using life force and sexual energy for healing. You've got to feel. You've got to feel everything you feel fully and you've got to use your breath. These are, these are just two such important factors to breathe deeply into what you're feeling, to feel it fully and to let it move. Because when you let it move, instead of getting compacted down into the recesses of your psyche, your body and your emotional body, it actually moves and lifts out of you layer by layer. And that's one of the huge things that supports healing.
So I just just wanna make sure that everybody knows that here at Lustiga we like to be we take a lot of notes. So because we um kinda like give you back all the little goodies <laughs> to our viewers. So I love you said that when onto emotions like we allow the shadow you know, we're not, you know, we allow the shadow to grow, and that's my, what I understood from it, that, that our emotion, that expand, uh, that's when the shadow, you know, come up, right, arise, and born, like, when you're not really present, like, when we're not, like, really, um, oh, whatever the word you want to say, with the shadow, we let the shadow, not the shadow, when we're not connecting with emotion, we actually let a shadow to be born. Is that, is that my understanding? That's exactly, that's exactly right. That okay. summarizes it very well. Great. <laughs> I just want to be sure that I'm getting it right. Um, that because it's like, that's the work that, uh, that we all need to do, uh, especially in all these times that we feeling so overwhelmed with emotions and, and people trying to go into that emotional bypass, like meaning like, oh, don't feel this way. Uh, we have people and, and clients that are common, they grieve in the partner's death. And relating this to dealing with cancer, it's kind of similar because in an aspect, you feel some aspect of your body is dying. So it's like a grieving process. And like you said, you went into the amazing wave of emotional feeling that emotion and letting you expand and just be fully present with it and then let it go and crash and receive um that was that was that just beautiful the way the metaphor that you use i really really like it so um what why activate you know one of the questions that we have is why activate sexual energy for healing? Why is that important to activate our sexual energy uh, for healing? Well, it's it's free, it's abundant, it's um, there are there are there's it's unlimited, so it's it's this incredible resource that we don't have to go out anywhere and find. It's ours. It's our birthright. It's how we've been created. So it's it's a natural it's it's a natural thing to turn to. That powerful, unlimited resource, natural resource that we all have. So for me, it was a no-brainer. Um, I had the tools. I had the knowledge, and I wanted to have an exceptional experience with breast cancer, and I did. I had a joyful experience. I was never afraid. I knew that this wasn't my time to, to, to exit the planet, uh, and I knew that I was going through this mystery school for a reason, and that was so that I could be an example and a contribution to other women having a similar experience who were are afraid, overwhelmed, not knowing what to do. So it's just, it's a natural choice to use 
your own physical, mental, emotional resources for healing. I can feel your energy. Ah, so delicious. <laughs> and now what we get after I'll prepare before the call is out. 2013, 2013 it, was it was time that I was, I was like when you were talking you just came to me, me I was literally um, telling people that sexual energy is actually can be used for healing but I never witnessed anybody who had gone through that journey because we know about it and it's so easy to say it but we don't have like somebody to back it up for you. So I feel beyond honored to to have this conversation with you because it is you are living proof that what we say about sexual energy and how we create with it, how we can use it. And actually, I even was had a client who um, who went through the process of cancer and unfortunately the person decided to go through all the rounds and but i was so convinced that myself i was like something inside of myself was like you know to share this with this person share this with this person and and work on sensual rituals and work on the sensual energy and the sexual energy and work into to bring it into the whole body it was like a whole you know download put it this way of like like, but the way an aspect of me that was like, I don't know anybody who had done it. <laughs> I don't want to take a pee, you know, like, um, what do you call those people like, um, you know, like a, a tester. I don't want to experiment something that, you know, in somebody else. Like, you know, so really this conversation is, is really um, amazing and honored to that. In an aspect, we have been connected since 2013 because you went through that experience and I knew that it's possible. I just didn't have the, the fat <laughs> and the scientific proof of it. <laughs> and you are my scientific proof right there. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what can, you know, when... When somebody goes through somebody the experience through of being diagnosed with diagnosed cancer, cancer, and you and share, you share beautifully that the first thing a person, a woman, or a man who is going through the experience, um, start breathing. Start breathing. Um, what else can I do? Because these are very. Um, you have been preparing yourself for a decade and you have been you know your priestess and you you, you work with the shadow and you have a lot of mastery with you and and it's totally different level of of really embracing these um the cancer how a person who is not even there emotionally or mentally and energetic why have not had the preparation how can they prepare can themselves? Prepare like, themselves? Like, what can they, what do, can they do at the beginning? Because this is tough. Like, this is a very emotional, um, nerve-wracking situation for somebody. It's really devastating. How? Two questions in there. Like, how that person could breathe, really take the message of breathing, and, and, and how can we help them to really start into that process by breathing and getting within themselves? 
and how somebody close to them can help them without making them feel like pity because these are very emotional wrecking times for somebody it's like yeah yeah so what do you have to say about that <laughs> sure well the one of the first exercises that i offer is it's stop breathe and feel and it sounds simple but when you're in a state of overwhelm and fear or just maybe you haven't even received a diagnosis but you've had a biopsy and you're you're really scared the important thing to do is to just stop stop everything take some time for yourself take some quiet time shut off all distractions and then just come into your breath breathe all the way down into your belly all the way down to your toes and use your imagination if you don't know how to do that just imagine that you do or pretend that you do imagination is a one of the keys to these processes that I share and then as you breathe let whatever wants to come up come up let the emotions arise and feel them so this sounds simple and it's it, it, it's not necessarily as simple as it sounds but this is the number one thing that you can do and you can do this over and over and over as you go through your process whatever your process is whether it's a diagnosis or a relationship challenge or whatever is going on for you this this works for everything stop breathe and feel okay what was the second part of the question how somebody who is with this person, let's say a family member, ah, husband, right. wife, can help them. Got it. So the, there's a tendency for, for friends and family members to panic, to be afraid for you and with you in your, if you're in a situation like this where you're receiving a diagnosis or something's going on with your health. They, they can freak out. And honestly, that only makes things worse. So the best thing that a friend or family member can do is do the same thing. Stop, breathe, and feel with you. And bring their presence or just their, their attention, their full attention and participation with you in the moment. Letting whatever they're feeling just be a little bit to the background. I'm not saying stuff it down, but just put it a little bit to the background so that you can be present with whatever they are feeling breathe with them allow them to feel whatever they feel you don't need to offer them tissue if they're crying you don't want to stop their pain you don't want to stop their their experience whatever they're experiencing just be with it this is the greatest gift you can bring is your presence and and that doesn't take a whole lot. There's not a whole lot that you need to do. It's just, it's a being. It's not even a doing. It's a being with and not trying to impact or stop or slow down the experience of the other person. Let them feel. Let them scream. Let them punch pillows. Let, let them do whatever they need to do to work through and move the energy that's moving within them. Hmm. You know what I'm loving about this conversation? 
is that you actually are an embodiment of being present. Because when you are looking through the camera, it's like I can feel that you're really here, and it's like this feels so beautiful. So for our viewers, you know, we're talking about sexual energy as a potent healing elixir, and the reason why we talking about this is because to just share with the world that how powerful sexual energy is and and how we can heal ourselves and Amrita has she's the living embodiment of healing her cancer stage three with sexual energy and as she's sharing one of the first steps is that breathing feel and she's truly present with herself and with everybody in the audience. So I really want to point this out, which is important and critical for all of us living in relationship with ourselves and everybody else around us to pay attention to this example of what embodiment of being present is. Um, because we can talk about it, we can write about it, but actually process it, like having a and like experience of presenting this, like, ah, I, I don't know my English today, but whatever. But having an experience of somebody giving that present, they're fully present for you and for your audience is priceless and you don't see it too often. I, you know, I talk to so many people in the industry um, and I'm very fortunate to have that people are present, but it, it you know, when you walk outside, it's really interesting to see how many people don't master this. And just being present, like Amrita is for all of us, it's such a beautiful gift. So take this gift right now that she's offering to us and take it in your heart. Like, I don't know, I just want to say that. <laughs> so what it is, sexual wholeness? Well, I would, I consider sexual wholeness to be not compartmentalizing your sexuality and keeping it separate from every other part of you. It's, um, it's part of life. And when you can access your sexual energy completely, whether you're in a relationship or not, you can feed and nourish all aspects of your life. And that includes any healing process that you might be in on any level. When you gain full access to your your sexual energy, you have full access to your aliveness, your passion for life, your joy, your creative juice. And that that that's a big connection right there is creativity because that's all in the second chakra or the the energy center of the genitals is that's where your creativity lies. So sexual energy and, and creativity are very connected and how good does it feel when we have access to our creativity? I love it. And so we can really feed that through this idea of sexual wholeness. And for me, I really explored this idea of sexual wholeness well before breast cancer as I was writing my book called Reclaiming Aphrodite, The Journey to Sexual Wholeness, which, which was written from my own experience of being um, having having survived childhood sexual abuse and then deciding from that that nobody would ever control me again and so that converted into adult sexual addiction 
as a way of being in control. And when I decided to recover from that after years and years of acting out, it for me, it was really about integrating my sexuality into my entire life. Because as a sex addict, I completely separated it. It was over there and then I was this other person over here. So I really explored the idea of wholeness. All aspects of ourself are welcome. All aspects of ourself are integrated. Nothing is separate. This is a really beautiful perspective on life and it feels really good. I'm still like I'm still feeling, feeling um, um, when you talk about the sexual addict, addict, like it's interesting to see like, to see, um, like you've been blessed to go into the journey for coming up, you know, in into a light inch embody and demonstrate, you know, what you went through and share with everybody what sexual health and uh, the aspect to sexual healing. So if we dive deeper into sexual healing, I know that you mentioned something about sexual healing and I would like to go a little deeper into it. Like, as somebody who also practiced sexual healing and also practices it with um, the body healing, uh, you know, the somatic aspect of sexual healing, you know, working with the body. With somebody who is um, in that stage of cancer, you know, they recommend not to do any kind of like body, uh, body work or anything like that. It is actually like some aspect of sexual healing is. Um, can you explain a little bit about that? Because I'm curious about that. Because if, if, if you're working with sexual healing, um, are you only working uh, in a more emotional and energetic way and you are not touching the aspect of the body, the, the sexual healing in the body self? Well, I think it really, it's a case-by-case -case basis. If someone's going through cancer, it really depends very, very much on where they are at in their healing process, in their how in touch they are with their sexuality and or their sexual wounding, whether or not it's appropriate to do somatic work. Um, the somatic work that I used to do, I no longer do, although I'm not opposed to it. It's just I've been in a bit of a cocoon with the healing process, even though my physical healing was very fast. Um, as I was diagnosed with breast cancer and I came to understand why I drew that into my experience, one of the things that I needed to do was to let go of my work because it wasn't working. So this sort of three and a half, almost four year process has been a process of coming, coming to understand who I am now, what my sacred work is now, combining all of these factors. So I, my work, my current work with people is more energetic and coaching. And I haven't done any actual somatic work with uh, anybody with breast cancer, but I'm also just kind of getting started into coming back out into the world and offering my sacred work. But this idea of, of sexual wounding, I, see, I think that there is a continuum of sexual wounding and that all of us have some degree of sexual wounding on that continuum. Now that can be just the cultural treatment of sexuality as a 
polarized issue. It's both a commodity and it's repressed and shameful. And that has an impact on everybody, especially people who grew up under religious uh, circumstances, who learned that, uh, that sex was shameful. And that's a hard thing to get over. And it's also used to manipulate, um, such as pornography and using it in advertising. And sometimes people grow up in completely, perfectly happy homes without any abuse of any kind. But perhaps they had an experience as a, as a young child of, of a, a friend of the family or a relative kind of looking at them in a, in a way that didn't feel good to them. And that's, you know, that's, that's kind of the next step on the continuum. And then the experiences we have as teenagers and experimenting with sexuality tend to be often quite awkward, not for everybody, but for many people. And that has an impact too on things that get sort of stored in the, the sexual energy body. Um, religious directives, as I mentioned earlier, versus natural inclinations. And uh, even to the point of being rejected by a lover. And then you get into the actual, uh, the actual true wounding, physical wounding that can happen through rape and molestation. So there's just this whole range. And so everybody's got some need to process whatever they have stuffed down into them around their sexuality. And um, so I, I, I consider sexual healing to be very important. And I, I think that it's even more important with someone who is, is working with a, a diagnosis of some kind and um, a life-threatening illness because it's, it's super important to really integrate all aspects of the body, the emotional body and mental body, all aspects of our human experience to integrate them together rather than separating pieces out. It's back to that concept of wholeness again. So, so for me, being having been, had so many years of experience in the field of sexual healing, first with my own healing, sexual healing, and then supporting others on that path, it really made my experience with cancer a breeze. And it really kind of was a breeze. And I had surgery, I had a double mastectomy, and that was part of why I got to a point of healing so quickly. But even that was really pretty much of a breeze because I was very prepared for it. And I, I was working through everything that I needed to work through. I just, I had powerful tools and, um, and I wasn't afraid to die either. So, um, yeah, so, so sexual healing is an important piece of the puzzle for sure. Thank you for sharing that. For sharing um, that. I just want to, uh, make a clear point for some people who are watching and uh, they don't know about somatic work and sexual healing. Uh, it is, um, somatic work is pretty much about working with the body, the physical body, to release any kind of like, uh, trap emotions that are still there in the muscles, on a muscle memory. And, and uh, many practitioners work in the exterior part of the body and in some part of the country, in other countries, they work with internal aspect of it. And, um, and um, yeah, so... Yeah, so
I'm very clear with that aspect of the consciousness and the honoring of the somatic work, especially when it comes to like internal uh, somatic work. You really, 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 really you look into, you really have to uh, feel in alignment with practitioner self. You really have to do your research and and really do the research on it because um, fortunately and unfortunately, not many people out there are in the heart center of this work and out. You know, when I'm sharing about this, I have to be specific that it's, it's very important that you know who you're working with. And um, and what I do myself, I do recommend to do the exterior aspect of somatic work because it's safe, it's conscious, and it's like not intrusive. And also it's very, um, it, you know, you can do it with clothes on and, you know, you choose like what your experience is going to be. I just want to point that out with somatic work uh, because many practitioners uh, use somatic work for sexual healing and I don't, I, you know, I love to give some good information to our viewers so they can have a educa you know, education. They have some education about it. So you mentioned something about um, the aspect of fear and that you were not afraid to die and and i feel like that is truly uh powerful because if we don't have a purpose or a vision of ourselves you know it's like we can go easily into the rabbit hole of depression and you know and just fall into you know, making this illness bigger. So do you feel like that really helped you a lot because you really were confident that it was now your time and you have so much more work to do? And, and you said like you went into the Mr. School self and you know that you were going to come out and the tools that you learned through it. Important for focus on like who they are and what they what the passion and the visions in the life are well here's the thing about it um it, it was it was in part because i had faced my fear of death previously and this is a big thing there's two big things that come up when people are confronted with a life-threatening illness number one is they have regrets about how they've lived their lives, about what they haven't done or have done, about what's unfulfilled in their life. This is huge. And I just, I'm just getting chills because this is such a huge thing that happens for people when they're faced with potentially with dying. And the other piece for me is I, I was pretty sure that this wasn't my time to die. However, I had already confronted, as I said, my fear of death and my own personal beliefs are that we essentially when we die we close our eyes in this dimension and open them in the next i feel that on the other side of death is a is a going home a return to spirit and for me that i have no fear of that i feel ready for that now, I'm not ready to check out anytime soon because I have a great life <laughs> that I really love. 
I have an incredible beloved husband that um, I don't intend to leave anytime soon. So part of the mystery school of a, um, of a terminal, a potentially terminal illness is the possibility of a conscious dying process. And this is a really magical thing. I spent the last, well, before I moved to Western North Carolina, where I live now, I spent the last 10 years on Maui. And there was a very strong conscious dying community on Maui. And I lost a couple of, a couple of friends of mine passed while I was there and I got to witness what an incredible thing to have yourself surrounded by people who are helping you die consciously. And even after you die to have a conscious burial process or whatever process you're going through, it, it's hard for me to not actually be happy for that person who's going home. And of course, the ones that are left behind, that's where the grieving is. But as I, as I've created my online course called um, Dancing with Breast Cancer, a, a Sacred Feminine Path to Wholeness, I'm not looking to tell people how to do their healing path. I'm saying that you can choose the experience you want to have, and I'm going to give you the tools to do that, even if that is a conscious dying process, and that you can have a really positive experience even if you're going to die. That's what I have to say about that. That just gave me a lot of chills. And and I tell you why. Because knowing the pretty work you do, um, I really honor what you share because I have these these, 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 these feelings, feelings memories, memories, whatever you want to call it, like downloads, whatever. whatever. And I, I, I truly, in my heart, in my body, I feel that in ancient times, we used to prepare ourselves to conscious living. I mean, conscious death. Of course, conscious living. But we used to prepare ourselves for dying. And, and it seems like for like a couple thousand years that we have lost that. Like we have, we have lost the tradition to, to really be fully present and prepare ourselves for our death and also let go of whatever was not serving us for coming back home, home to us and really prepare our family and our and it was a celebration. Like I. Have a memory of in these temples and and me being dying and I like I really like very high by the way it was 500 years old and look amazing how and <laughs> but I was preparing myself to die and it was the happiness and the joy and it was a conscious death and something that it has not been brought up in society now and I'm so glad that you mentioned that because it is important for people now. Today, today to embrace, embrace this conscious death and, and and to go through the go process through and the process. to go through through the experience of 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 you are the one in the power as a creator to choose like you said how you want to go through that journey and and preparing them to release and to feel more into themselves and to 
such a beautiful journey itself, which it's just it's just an amazing. And thank you, thank you for doing the work you're doing. Is cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, every one of us is going to take that journey at some point. Might as well make it a good one. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, and not carrying anything else um, with us. So, what is the link between sexual healing and healing from illness and disease? <sighs> well, yeah, I think it comes back to that concept of, of, of sexual wholeness. It's like when we've got access to every resource that's available to us, we really have an opportunity to use those precious, natural, abundant natural resources for healing. And it, it, it really gives um, it, it really gives an, an, an advantage to anyone who's healing from anything anything at all, physical, emotional, anything, to have access to the life force. And there's just, it's, there's just such a powerful connection. And, and, it, and, it, and it kind of bears repeating because, like I say, said earlier, we're just not taught. We're just not taught that our sexual energy is our life force energy. And this is such an important piece of the puzzle to have to be able to get access to that and and I want to make sure that we have an opportunity I have some some processes some exercises to share with the audience so that they can have a practical way to learn to access their sexual energy if they don't already know how to do that let's do that let's do that great share that okay great so um, there's a few foundational practices and some of these you might be familiar with and some of them you might not but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go through them very quickly the foundational practices that that you need to have are grounding which is a connection with your body and a connection with the earth and so grounding just briefly in electrical wiring it means a physical connection to the earth for the purpose of regulating voltage and I just love that because when we work with grounding in our own bodies our nervous system is our voltage so when we connect ourselves to the earth using our imagination and different grounding practices we are regulating our voltage and that's really important when you're gonna amp up your sexual energy you've got to be able to regulate your voltage presence we touched on this earlier presence is full attention awareness and participation in the present moment um, breath we've also touched on that deep breaths conscious breaths and imagination imagination is the gateway to uh, to these practices it's the gateway to your intuition if you think you're making something up it doesn't matter it works that's all that matters. All right, so I've got three practices to offer you. And the first one is called stirring the cauldron. So what you want to do is you start by getting grounded. And to do that, you want to just have your feet on the ground. Bring your awareness to your feet to start with. Take some deep breaths. And then using your imagination, Bring your awareness into your pelvic bowl, that whole, whole area between your hips. And breathe, imagine you can breathe into your pelvic bowl. And with each breath, imagine that you are 
bringing in what serves you, what feeds you. And with each exhale, releasing what no longer serves you. And this should begin to bring you into a place of feeling centered and present. And as you reach that place, however long it takes you, start in your, you can be, this can be standing, sitting, or lying down. Start moving your hips in small circles. Just start with one direction. You can even do this in your, your office chair at work. Nobody's really even gonna notice. And keep breathing, staying present with yourself, and then switch directions. Small circles in the other direction with your hips, your pelvis. It's nice to start out sitting in a chair because you actually have something to press against. So now as you're stirring the cauldron with your hips, imagine that you're filling yourself with this sacred healing elixir that's just for you. And by bringing awareness to your pelvic region, that alone begins to bring awareness to your sexual energy. Because that's where it's stored, coiled at the base of your spine. And keep breathing. That's very simple. You can do it just about anywhere. And as you, as you work with this, if you enjoy it, work with it every day. You can, you, you can do other motions with your hips too. You can kind of go side to side or tipping your pelvis front to back. But just basically start becoming aware of your pelvic region and keep your breath going. So that's stirring the cauldron. All right, let's take a breath. Ah, it's good to let out a sound when you breathe. Ah, it's a universal sound. The next exercise is called priming the pump. So this is good in a seated position to start with, and you wanna ground yourself, become present with your body and your breath. Take a breath or two. Sometimes it helps if you close your eyes, helps, helps your imagination engage. And now you're gonna bring awareness again to your pelvic region, but this time to your pelvic floor. And then as you become aware of your pelvic floor, you've got muscles in your pelvic floor and you can use those muscles to very gently lift your pelvic floor. It's kind of like stopping the flow of urine. If you get interrupted, someone knocks on the bathroom door. And so you can feel this all through your anal region, your perineum, and your genitals. Just lift gently and release. And this is kind of like what, what Kegel exercises are, that, that they train you if you're giving birth. But, you don't, but we're not trying to con condition the muscles here. We're not trying to necessarily tighten anything up. What this is doing is it's acting as a pump. And it's pumping that coiled sexual energy that's at the base of your spine up your spine. So this is where you use your imagination to imagine that each time you squeeze those muscles gently that you're pumping sexual energy up your spine and 
with practice, you'll start to feel it. So, I mean, as I'm, I'm doing this here with you and I'm feeling it, like I'm feeling a lot of tingling sensation up in my upper body now as that energy rises. And you can do a sitting perfectly still. I'm moving because I've got, I'm starting to move a lot of energy now. But you can do that sitting perfectly still. You can do it lying down. And use your breath with this. You can do a lot of different variations, like you can take a deep breath, hold it, squeeze a few times, and then let everything go, the breath and the muscles. So there's a number of variations that you can play with for priming the pump. And remember, you don't want to squeeze too hard. The idea is not to strengthen the muscles, it's to pump energy up your spine. So you start playing with that, and I guarantee you, you're gonna start generating some sexual energy. Third one, let's take a breath. Let out a sound if you can. Just notice what that does as you breathe and release the sound. So this is a very simple exercise that's called connecting heart and sexual center. I like to do this before I go to sleep at night when I'm laying down and also in the morning when I awaken. And it's really this simple. Place a hand over your heart and place your other hand over your pubic mound, over your genitals. Just lay it, let them lay there gently and breathe. And close your eyes. There's a powerful connection between these two energy centers. And with practice, you can begin to feel the energy that moves between them. Use your breath, your imagination, and your presence to feel whatever you feel. And if you don't feel anything, that's okay too. These are practices, which means they take practice. So that's something you can do every day. It's not about stimulating yourself. It's just about bringing beautiful presence to your heart and to your sexual center. Beautiful. These are simple, beautiful exercises that you can do as often as you want to, as often as you think of them or on a daily basis. and. If you're serious about getting access to your sexual energy as your life force, these simple practices will take you there over time. Mm, feels so good. Feels so good. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yes. So, so share about, share about your uh, coming retreat in November with Carolyn Muir. Hopefully she come up to our show one day. It was such a nice experience. Tell us yes. more about it, like what it is involved and uh, who could be ready for it and who it is yeah. who it is for okay. and who it is not for it. Um, okay. Great. Um, so just a little bit of background about Caroline Muir. Uh, she is a very accomplished Tantra yoga teacher for the past 30 years, and she's known as the queen of the modern Tantra movement. 
and I have the honor and privilege of being her colleague. She began as my teacher back in 2005 as I sought out sexual healing for myself and found my way to the Divine Feminine Institute, which is the school that she founded in 2005. Uh, that school, sadly, is no longer operational, but we're starting to head in the direction, she and I together, of creating something new uh, in a similar vein. So we basically have been hanging out together for more than a decade now, and I've been her business manager and been taking care of, of um, her website and other things like that. But last October, I invited her to teach a weekend workshop for women with me. And we had such a great time that we decided to make it bigger. And the Sacred Feminine Mystery School was born in during that weekend. And she said, well, I've always wanted to go to Blue Spirit Retreat Center in Costa Rica. So let's make that our first retreat. So we have, our, we have put together a retreat. It's a week-long retreat, November 4th through the 11th at Blue Spirit, Costa Rica. And this is for women. And this is a sexual awakening and healing retreat where we are going to be very slowly and gradually throughout the week starting with fully clothed energy work and working towards the internal work called sacred spot healing are going to guide you step by step to be each other's healers and as women this is the most incredible magical and powerful work to be able to hold space for your sister as she moves through her healing process or as she experiences her orgasmic energy, her sexual energy, and you just simply hold space for her, this is big, big work, healing the sisterhood. We're also gonna be doing yoga and dance and um, uh, shamanic breath work. So I'm in the process of being certified as a shamanic breath work practitioner, and we are gonna use this powerful, powerful breath work to to bring us into natural altered states of consciousness. And I've had so many amazing experiences with shamanic breath work that that's why I wanted to get certified, which is pretty much a year long process and bring it to the women at this retreat. So if you're curious and a little bit scared, you're probably right on track. It's probably just right for you. Um, if you feel drawn in any way, I want to invite you to either speak with me or with Caroline and tell us your story, tell us what your needs are, and we'll work with you to see if it's a good fit for you. So this really is about embodiment. This is about getting all the way into our bodies by leaving aside the distractions of daily life the kids, the spouse, the job, leaving that all aside to come together as sisters and move our bodies to get in touch with our sensuality and to we're holding completely non-sexual space for each other. So I want to be very clear about that. We are each other's healers and we'll teach you every step of the way. The fully clothed energy work is so powerful just alone by itself and you can do this fully clothed energy work with anyone with your grandma with your daughter with your husband 
and then we'll of course take you into the deeper work but we'll be right on the beach beautiful tropical Costa Rica and we'll be fed amazing nourishing healthy food and there's a very wide range of lodgings that are available for every budget so Caroline and I are developing the curriculum now. We are super excited. We've been working together for a very long time, but this is a new capacity for us as business partners. And we are really ready to take the sisterhood and the healing of the sisterhood to the next level. Thank you for letting me speak about that. Yay. And um, just a testimonial for like shamanic breath work. Oh my gosh. Um, we have um, a priestess in common, uh, Anya. And uh, when I did the shamanic priestess process with her and we did shamanic uh, breath work, it was out of this world. I was like, whoa. Like, like we were like um, doing shamanic uh, breath work to uh, integrate our divine masculine and our actually like it was a that process it was like we used a couple of times but it, it is incredible so i'm so excited you're having that in, in the retreat um but you also have your course on online so you want to share a little bit about that and um like what is involved and where people can find you and learn more about it and yes yes absolutely so I've just recently created my online course for women diagnosed with breast cancer. And it's also beneficial for women if they're just terribly afraid that they're going to get breast cancer. It gives them a pathway to heal whatever needs to be healed around that fear. So it's just been created and you can take a look at it at courses.dancingwithcancer.com. Just take a look at it, and if you know of anyone who could really benefit from such a course, please pass it on. Um, I, I, I took, I, I poured my priestess self into that. It's a, it's a really a kind of a priestess healing path, I would say. It's a, it's a journey through the, through the, the holy days of the seasons. And with each of those, it's a it's a very it's a mythical, very metaphorical journey, and it's a very empowering journey. So I've just taken everything that I know from both sexual healing and from my journey through breast cancer and from my journey as a priestess and just poured it in to support women who are going through the breast cancer experience, to support them in having the kind of experience that I did. It's really a new paradigm. So um, as far as the Costa Rica um, retreat, you can learn more about that at divine-feminine.com forward slash Costa-Rica. Or you can just go to divine-feminine.com and there's a menu at the top that says Costa Rica retreat. And you can also find me on Facebook and uh, let me know that you're interested. And there's a Facebook event that I just created for it this morning with some beautiful artwork that I created myself. And so I'm just starting to invite people into the Facebook event. So we're, these two things are really just getting underway. And I'm just so honored to have an opportunity to be invited to share about them with a wider audience. Thank you so much for that. You're very welcome. You're very it welcome. is my pleasure, my true and honor to have you here on our show and share these amazing 
um, work you guys doing and I really thank you for being embodiment of going through the mystery school as a priestess and do the healing work with, you know, the cancer. I really, really, I can say now, well, go check out Amrita Grace. She can tell you about it. You know? So I really, 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 really thank you for that. And, and, and you know, thank the universe for, for you know, choose you as the wise priestess to embody that and face all of that and bring bring it together and do your work which is just not easy and many of us could have just run away from it and and then you just just went with it and now you're sharing your your wisdom and your practices and i am so so honored for that for the opportunity that we have met and thank you for it. thank you for your thank you yeah Ah, I love you. <laughs> ah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me and just for asking great questions to draw out my wisdom. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you so much. So before we wrap it up again, uh, there's anything else that you would like to share? Um, we are living critical times in history right now, which we didn't go into it, but um, the work that you did with your own with the only illness of cancer, uh, it, it, it just, you know, you went through a process that a lot of wisdom can be shared regarding what's happening in history right now and preparing ourselves for sexual healing for 2017 because there's no coincidence that you and many others like me, all the people really were taking 2017 to do a lot of sexual healing uh, with different, different uh, tools and practices and and all that juiciness. So what kind of word of wisdom can you share about these years and the coming up years and for all our audience right now? You know, I know that you mentioned about feel your emotions and expand them and set, you know, set with them and and all that juiciness that we talk about, like um, the cancer. What, what wisdom what can you share for all of us? Not some mm -hmm. people are freaking out, some people are like feeling despair, some people are feeling confused, some people are feeling angry. Yeah. You are the creator of your own experience. No one else creates your experience for you. You create your experience and you can have it however you want. Now that sounds simple and in some ways it is. But know that no one else can create your experience. Only you. <laughs> oh, your mic. Your mic. Your mic. Again? Again? I'm here. There you go. I'm here. You're here. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for reconfirming that. So, thank you, thank you, thank you, Amrita, so much. Everybody go check out her website. Uh, the, check out the retreat, sexual healing retreat that we have in Costa Rica. And um, November, right? November 4th to the 11th, 2017. Yes. And, and my own website, my own website is amritagrace.com. Uh, Divine-Feminine is Caroline's website, but there's information on both. Um, so, please feel free to check out either or both. Cool. cool. Awesome. Awesome. 
Thanks. So, thank you, thank you for watching, for watching today. today. To our subscribers, to our viewers, thank you. Appreciate you so much for taking the time to listen to the past 45 minutes, you know, an hour of our talk. It really shows that you are committed to to dive deeper into the journey of, of emotional and sexual healing and learning how to be in better relationships. I really honor our viewers who take the time to watch all then and put in practice and make comments and have questions and requests, um, you know, more speakers to our show. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being great supporters to our viewers. And, I will see you next time here at Lucia Gabriela TV. Thank you, Amrita, for, for coming in today. Thank you, our amazing subscribers and our amazing viewers. And please live your life at your fullest potential because you're an amazing creator of your reality and just make it juicy, delicious, and orgasmic. So until next time, another episode at Lucia Gabriela TV. Love you. Love you, love you, love you, love you, and have a fantastic, fantastic day. I'm looking for my button over here, but <laughs> have a fantastic day. Love you. Bye. Thank you, Marita. Bye.